Welcome back, everybody. I'm Blake, your host, and you're listening to The Weekend Recap. You can catch us every Monday at 7 p.m. on Real Country 102.1, The Outlaw, and WAUC 1310 Wachula. You can always listen live from anywhere on 102.1.com or 102.1theoutlaw.com. And while you're at it, go ahead and uh, search for The Weekend Recap on social media. Uh, Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, go ahead and check and see what's going on in our local markets here. We got a lot of things that's been going on, but first off, let's go ahead and give some love to our sponsor, uh, Great American Florida Promotions. Uh, Max and his crew, they have a gun show this weekend. It's going to be in in Haines City. So make sure you check them out. They're going to be, again, this Saturday. It's going to be 9 to 5. Sunday, we're 10 to 3. So if you're in the market for a gun like I am, make sure you stop in and check out their inventory. Uh, their July showcase is up on their website so make sure you check them out they're going to be here locally in lakeland and avon park uh check them out in port st Lucie. so uh again if you're in the market to buy sell or trade these guys are going to have you covered and uh speaking of got you covered let's let's cover a little bit of sports let's uh we, we got a few things going on it's uh father's day was this past weekend so uh let me introduce you guys to a couple people we again we have the man the myth the legend the triplet having chris crouch uh, on the other line, we have uh, the one, the only, Yusuf, the great Khan. And uh, you want to talk about a Father's Day. The, these two guys here, they, they have a uh, a pretty good good lineup. Chris, you know, he, he's one more uh, at-bat away from having a uh, starting lineup himself. And if you want to talk about our friend here, Yusuf, I mean, the, the last name itself, Khan. I mean, Genghis Khan, this dude populated most of the world. <laughs> if nobody's been following, this dude has roughly 16 million descendants. So, happy Father's Day to you guys. How was y'all's weekend? It was good, Blake. Um, you know, I hope you and Chris enjoyed your uh, Father's Day as well. I know you're a father as well, Blake. So, uh, yeah, relaxing on Sunday, did some stuff with the kids on saturday but uh yeah i would uh it was beautiful thanks what about you chris what did you guys get tied up into oh a little bit of everything when you got us when you got the triplet turning around there there's something else <laughs> but first off happy happy father's day to the both of y'all um, thank you thank you thank hung you. out hung out with some of the family and and relaxed and that was the that was the biggest biggest thing that i enjoyed watching college baseball watch um, the, the lightning, uh, no. forget, uh, had a game. Um, <laughs> I think they forgot they had a game. What are you talking I, t- about? I took that game out of my memory. I don't remember. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's, uh, Ooh, I mean, it, it, I felt like I was back in Memphis again. That was, that was like a first 48 moment. That was, that's actually terrible. <laughs> so it, uh, man, it's, uh, it's, Father's Day was pretty good up to to that point, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. But uh, look, one one thing I'm picking up on is you guys hung out and you relaxed. You know that that's exactly what I told my wife I wanted to do. She was like, "Where do you want to go for breakfast?" I was like, "Can we just cook and stay home? I'd, I'd rather not get caught up out there in the crowds and the masses and just uh, yeah, deal with that little rat race." Also. Just sat around and did nothing at the house, man. No, no, take it back. We did go outside and build one more panel of our privacy fence until the mosquitoes try to fly away with us. So after that, we uh, we went back inside and hit the uh, the chill mode. But uh, speaking of chill mode, 
the Tampa Bay Lightning, man, these guys are getting iced. <laughs> it's uh, we're, we're no gonna, pun intended. No, no pun intended. Yeah. Lord, these guys, what are they doing? It, that was just, this weekend was just abysmal. You know, game one, it looked competitive. I was excited about what was going on there, but, I mean, good God, man, these guys, they just, ooh, where is Vasilevsky? Where that? There's a lot of questions I have <laughs> coming into to the Tampa Bay Lightning talk this afternoon or this evening, I should say. But uh, I just don't see what's going on, man. It just these guys get up there in Colorado, and I'm excited that Colorado had the time off in between games, thinking that was going to be enough to really get their legs <laughs> tight. Yeah. But, they're showing to be a younger group because that really did them so good. Maybe I was just thinking like an old man is like, man, I'm going to, I don't need to sit down. I'm going to get all tied up and tight here. I need, I need to keep moving. But uh, it looks like the Tampa Bay Lightning, these guys are exhausted. It's either that or they're up there in a, that thinner atmosphere up there in Colorado. I mean, it's, I don't know if it's the mile high atmosphere or just the, uh, the mile high community that they got going yeah. on up there in Colorado. But uh <laughs> It's uh, something's not going right up there in Colorado. Thank God it's back here in Tampa, right? Yeah, I think it's um, you know, like the Panthers when they came here and they got distracted distracted by a certain establishment. I'm going to blame that same thing on Biden. Maybe they got caught up in some extra curricular Uh-oh. activities or something. <laughs> it was a hookah lounge. Come on, guys. I mean, that's a, that's a hookah. <laughs> I mean, look, when I was over in Iraq, the first time I thought, when I saw one of those, I thought they were making some little weird bomb out of it. They had these little three red things sitting in the top of this thing. I was like, hey, hey, first sergeant, what is this thing? I, I thought we was going to have to go bust a man, but uh, no, it was, a, it was a hookah and it was some sort of tobacco ride that they were puffing on over there. So it was Interesting, interesting. But yeah, that's it. They were puffing the hookah. That's what it was. <laughs> but yeah, I, I honestly, when it became three to zip, I was at a, a family's house Saturday night. And when it became three to zip, I'm like, I don't even want to watch anymore. This, oh my this God. game is not looking competitive at all. Game four was just, you know, so they just bad. started the game off so badly. You know, the, they get a power play right in two minutes and the, you know, Colorado scores right at the end. That was just not a good sign. Just a dumb penalty. It was just all downhill. It was sort of like an avalanche. Oh, it was, man. Look, if it wasn't for that, what was it, a five-on-three at one point, that double you know, power play they had yeah. on them, I'd, I was having hope. I was like, man, these guys might pull it off. And then that happened. I was like, ah, yeah, and that was the difference. If we wouldn't have had that one guy in the box, that could have been the difference on them scoring on that power play, man. But... Ooh, when when you got a uh, a team that can move, like Colorado can move, man, it's uh, you got your hands full. I, this team, you know, I'm sitting there looking at Nashville and Edmonton, like you know, like we said last week, low low hanging fruit there. But uh, no, this Avalanche team, they seem pretty serious. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, or at least this uh, Darcy Kemper guy, he's uh, he's at least taking the uh, the iron curtain away and he's uh he's kind of throwing it on his shoulders well i mean he he doesn't have to block much right it was like 16 oh my shots. god he's just chilling back there uh, on <laughs> that like, part he's man. like fighting for his life back <laughs> in the call. look uh this is the uh I, I was in the army for for 10 years and we got characters in this world named joey 
that exists, and that's J-O-D-Y. So any of you parents out there naming your son's daughter's names, <laughs> shame on you. But Jody is a real character. And to be beat by somebody named Valerie and Darcy, I mean, Tampa, guys, they, these guys just straight up smacked you with their purse. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it, but I don't. I mean, this is kind of where we need Aerosmith to drop in. You know, dude looks like a lady. I don't know. But uh, on that end, it's, uh, I don't know, man. If, if you don't know what a Jody is, please, please do yourself a favor and Google it. Don't be a Jody. So my army buddies out there, my well, my jarheads, my air force, my navy guys, y'all are gonna appreciate Jody, right? But uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to be like, man, Valerie really worked me over, and I I couldn't get past Dorothy to save my life, <laughs> or Darcy. I'm sorry, Darcy. But uh, yeah, there, there's some interesting characters on this team that I'm trying to pronounce here. Let's see, what's this guy's last name? Burakovsky, this guy's pretty much had his way with us. <laughs> He's got a total of, what, uh, five shots on goal. He's got two goals. This dude's got, he's in on the assists. So, I mean, he's, this is a pretty young team, man. And it's uh, that, again, maybe it's just the mile high atmosphere, but just they seem like they've got a lot more in the tank than this Tampa Bay Lightning team does right now. Yeah, most definitely. I think I think if I remember correctly, I think Borovsky isn't coming. I, I think he was going to travel to Tampa, but I'm not sure that he was going to play. He had some kind of injury towards the end of the second game, and I'm not a hundred percent sure that he's actually going to play tonight. So that might actually be some help. But I mean, they were just leaving the back, the the back door wide open. I mean, in, in, it was, it was, they weren't covering the man that was, that was sitting just wide open, just waiting for the rebound to put it in the back of the net. I mean, that was some of the easiest scoring I've seen in oh, a God, long easily. time. Look, the, the part that I don't understand is if you watch the way these teams are playing, when Colorado, these, these guys, they're getting to their spots and this puck is going to where the, the guys are at. <laughs> but if yeah. you watch this Tampa Bay Lightning team, they're smacking it to the back wall and hope they can outrace them to the end. <laughs> you know, it just the the way they're playing and the style it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, look look what they did to the New York Rangers. They put what forty pucks on that dude. Uh, uh, Lord, I can't think of his name anymore. But uh, Shesterkin. But uh, on that end, it's sixteen shot attempts on the goal. <laughs> I mean, you wonder why you only had uh, zero points in game two, right? But my goodness, it's. I'm looking forward to eight o'clock. <laughs> I'm hoping to God we got something, uh, something positive to talk about come uh, come next show. But uh, the the way they've been performing, man, it's just been pretty brutal. But speaking of performing, have you guys uh, heard anything about this uh, Nashville Predators being sold or being bought to? Uh, the former governor there, Bill Haslam? No. Uh, it's, it's the only thing you hear on the radio up here. It's the only thing you're hearing there in Nashville, I bet, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, they, they sit there, and, and I know when the news came out and everything else went, and I had I had texted you, and 
So listening for everything that came out, Haslam's going to take over. They have an ownership group now, and there's 17 people who all have part in the ownership group. Well, there's one that is the majority owner, and he owns 60%. And so what Haslam's going to do, Haslam's going to buy certain percentages for the next three years, and after the next three years, Haslam will be the majority owner. Now the other the other investors and the other owners haven't come out and said whether or not that they're going to um, give up their shares as well. So it may be more than excuse me, it may be more than sixty after after it's all said and done. But right now it's just supposed to be for sixty. Um, they, from everything that I can hear. He's supposedly nothing like his brother, so I'm really hoping it doesn't turn turn out like the Browns of the South. Oh so, my goodness! Look, man, I, I will be going into a Great Depression because, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when that came out, that uh, all I saw was Haslam purchasing the Nashville Predators. I was like, oh my god, I hope they don't ruin it like they did the Browns. Look, the uh, Nashville Browns have been a terrible team forever. And I didn't think it could ever get worse. And then they, the Haslam's got involved. So it's, uh, I'm not, I'm optimistically apprehensive <laughs> about what's going to happen here. But hopefully, you know, there's enough good people there in the front office to make life easier. And again, it's, uh, he only owns what, 60% or will own 60% once this, uh, was it kind of like a three phase purchase type deal? Once, uh, once he finally becomes the majority owner. But uh, yeah, the the guy who owns it now is he's older and he's looking to basically get out of it, and so that's what Haslam's doing. Haslam said, "All right, I'll I'll buy it, and then we'll go, you know, for three years, and we'll take all of your shares." So I don't know if it's a a tax thing or or why it's taking three years, but I yeah, that's know. that. All I know is uh, Haslam's know how to wash some money up there in Nashville, man. They uh, <laughs> they got them. <laughs> They were in some news there for a while after uh, old Jimmy had bought the Browns. They're like, "Hey, are you involved in this?" I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> so hopefully, Bill didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> but man, it's uh, it's always interesting. I remember when they sold back. What was it in two thousand seven? The the team was on the verge oh. of leaving Nashville, and it's uh, I, I think this is a whole lot to do with why the Haslam's are wanting to step in and purchase it. They don't want to see any investors come in and relocate the team because Nashville, man, it's uh, if you guys haven't been to Nashville down here in, in the Tampa market, listening in Nashville's a pretty awesome little city to visit. You know, the Bridgestone arena, these guys know how to put on a party, you know, and you guys think I'm joking. Taylor Lewan ripped a fish's head off. eyesight. <laughs> And poured a beer in it and drank it out of this thing. It gets wild in there. <laughs> so, and, and if I'm not mistaken, I think the Bridgestone Arena is the second highest grossing uh, arena in all the nation. So it, it's it's a smart move on his end. And to see all that go away would just be so tragic. I mean, Nashville's such a fun sports city. If you haven't been there, I suggest you go catch out a few games. And once we come up there, you know? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, the... Hopefully we can get back to where we were when we were when we were making our cup run. And you want to talk about a party? It, it's a nonstop party for the entire the, for the entire playoffs. I mean, it was it was it was insane. 
That's just when oh, they were yeah. beer chugging out of catfish, man. It, it was so gross, but it was so fun. <laughs> it's it's like elbow to elbow. Look, speaking of party, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Yusuf is going to be uh, packing up here shortly and uh, heading to a little party of his own. It's, uh, what you got going on tonight, there, Yusuf? Yeah, you know, I'll be uh, I'll be heading to the Lightning game. Um, hopefully, we can turn the series around. You know, I know the. Uh, Avalanche aren't the same kind of opponent as the Rangers, but, you know, we were down 0-2 against them. We come home, you know, we get two at home, and we, we take the series. So I'm hoping some of that good luck will rub off again. You know, we're two-time defending champions. So I uh, definitely believe we have the experience and the medal to come back. You know, we've done it several series. So um, let's see what we can do. You know, if, if they lose tonight, though, it's more than likely over. So this is a... Pivotal must win game. Uh, do or die uh, from from the great con man. He, he said, "Do or die," and, and I feel like I'm going to die if they lose. So I, <laughs> I just hope they don't. <laughs> it's it's so nerve wracking because I mean that I'm old. I, I, I guess I'm getting gold. You know, I hit a certain bedtime and my my eyes start just kind of drooping, and then you hear the goals go off, so you're popping up and get excited, but then you realize it's just Colorado over and over again. <laughs> so. But hopefully we get more than 16 shots on goal this game, so I don't have to uh, take a uh, pre-period snap or nap. I mean, <laughs> I think, you know, a key I think we we highlighted in the Ranger series is just getting that early lead and that they're almost unbeatable when that happens. But when they fall down, they're always trying to claw back. But they were down what two to zip or something the first game in Colorado. They came back and tied it and went to overtime. But I think they're like five and one when they're leading in the first, and you know their their record's pretty bad in the playoffs when they're losing the first. So that's yeah. gonna be a big key: get a one-two zip lead, and you know you could uh you could be think yourself going away a victory. So that's the key. For me. I, I got a question, you know, and granted, I, I come from a a lineage of Nashville goalies where we had so much security uh, until we didn't. But with Vaskaleski, um, when do we pull the trigger and say let's get him out of the net? I mean, do we even have a viable backup at goalie this year? Or I mean, what are we looking at? I mean, hopefully Vaskaleski. It was just a uh, a little hiccup in what he's doing, but hopefully he's got it all pulled together. But uh, how do you feel about uh, his performance, and what would you do? I mean, would you pull this guy if he seems like he's getting in trouble early? No, I think with Vasilevsky, you just got to ride him out. Maybe he might give a goal or two up early, but I mean, you know, he'll he should uh, he has short term memory, so he should uh, recover from that. But you know, our backup goalie hasn't played much at all at the playoffs. I don't think stand out or anything. I think his name is Elliot. So, I mean there basically just to be a backup uh Vasilevsky is our guy especially in the playoffs you know, he has one of the best save percentages I believe and NHL hit playoffs obviously has the, the two wins uh, two trophies already so uh, we're gonna go down with uh, Vasilevsky see what he can do hopefully that goal gets a little smaller in Tampa than in Colorado with that thing so that could be that could have affected him too but I'm no, he grew up in Russia, so maybe not. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, he, but he's used to Tampa. He's used to, you know, Amway Arena and stuff. So, um, you know, and you get that crowd behind you. Like I said, oh, get in a beat early. Pumped. You start playing invincible. 
I'm hoping. You know, I mean, hopefully we're talking Iron Curtain again. <laughs> it's about the time he turned it on. It's like, you know what, man? I just need a, a couple games off, you know, here with the Rangers, and then we're going to play shutout. But uh, I just, you saw nobody it's just hitting the net at all. I mean, I'd, uh, you heard one hit the bar. I don't even remember who it was. But it's uh, 16 shots, man. I, I just, was Colorado's yeah. defense that good, or just were we not able to control the puck at all? Yeah, we, it was just literally an avalanche. You know, they just <laughs> controlled it from the beginning, and we couldn't get back. And, you know, there was a slogan a few years ago when Stamkos was young, and it was like, seen Stamkos, and I, I think we need to pull that slogan back out because we got zero points. That's the captain, longest tenured uh, Lightning player. He's definitely got to step up his play. He's healthy. Um, Got to get some more activity in there. Kucherov played okay the game one, but game two, nowhere to be. So we need these guys to step up that have proven in the past that they. But I just I don't know. I'd feel better if they were putting pucks where people were actually at. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, we're gonna sling this around the back of the goalie. Can y'all get over there and get it for me? Uh, it's it's normally when you see that. Ha- I mean, last game when you saw him sling it around the goal. There was nobody was ready for it. I mean, everybody's skating from halfway across the freaking ice to just get to the sides there. And then normally Colorado's right there waiting. They're like, "Hey, we got you figured out." <laughs> you know, it was it was so frustrating, man. It's uh, but like you said, Stamkos, man, we need a big showing from him. Uh, Kucherov, uh, this he's got to find these lanes. He's got to set these guys up. I mean, this guy's he was playing chess with the Rangers last series, you know, and then right now he's playing checkers. <laughs> we we really need him to uh, to get back on his A game there, and it's just Vaskaleski, man. I don't know. It's I forget how young this guy is. You know, you, you look at him with his his mask on, his eyes, his you know, through the mask, he just looks so old. And then he takes his helmet off, and you're like, oh my god, he's like twenty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's uh. You can't call it the jitters because this dude's gone out and won two Stanley Cups. So, I mean, it, it, come on, man. <laughs> Chris, do you see anything? You know, you don't really have a rooting interest in either team, but do you, ask, do you see anything that the Lightning can switch up or do differently that, you know, can hopefully lead to a game, uh, to a, their first victory? The only thing I could see is just, I mean, it, it's, it's like we had, it's like y'all had mentioned earlier. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the avalanche were passing extremely well. Every, I mean, it was tape to tape and, you know, it was just, it was, everything was crisp and everything, they were on them so much. I mean, a lot of those goals, if there was a man on them, then, I mean, they wouldn't have gone in or they wouldn't have been there. I don't, I don't, I don't, I know that, you know, throughout the time and, and there are adjustments through each game and stuff like that. But I mean, guard somebody. I mean, the one, but, 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 um, first goal, or I mean, they, I'm sorry, the, the overtime winner. I mean, yeah, it was a deflection, but he was there all by himself yeah. and had a whole net to shoot into. So I mean, he, he didn't, yeah. Defense was just absolutely trash that game. And, you know, as much grief as I got Vasilevsky in the last series, you know, it's uh, 
you can only do so much when you're allowing that puck to stay in front of the net like that. I and mean, when you're allowing these lanes to stay there and these guys to go unchallenged in front of the net. I mean, you got to got to rough them up, man. I mean, are, are, is this a much bigger team than we are? Is it just the, the youthful uh, back taking advantage of the uh, the old dogs, man? <laughs> they definitely got the speed advantage. I'll give them that. God, they're, they're oh, flying, yeah. dude. It's it's. <laughs> Ooh, it's uh, definitely not the way I was hoping it was going to go. You know, we'll circle back again to this low-hanging fruit thing. It's uh, maybe they're showing they are a serious, serious team. You know, it's they, they made me nervous in the season, and uh, they're certainly living up to it this year, man. It's I just hope to God we can get this thing turned around. So, but speaking of turning around, how you guys? Where, where do you guys see this thing finishing off? You know, are we going to be looking at a game six with Tampa winning out four games, or do you think this is going to drag out to a game seven, or do you think Colorado's going to finish us in four or five? I mean, the way it's going heading right now, um, you know, I'm obviously a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, but I got to re- be realistic too. All signs are pointing to Colorado probably finishing in four or five. Ooh. Um, like I said, tonight is key. If we can get a game tonight, then obviously it can go, you know, the series will last. It can go six, seven, and we have a chance to win it. But we lose tonight, obviously, so it'll be finished in four or five. So, you know, it all hinges on tonight, really. So I'm hoping, um, you know, I've seen them down and out before. This last series, you know, different series throughout their three-year run of just winning, you know, all these whatever, how many series it's in a row now. So, I'm not doubting them, but if you're just looking realistically, you know, at the games and how Colorado's outplaying them, I would say Colorado, but I'm still going to pick Lightning in seven. Lightning at seven. Ooh, seven. We've increased it from six. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't want them to go back and get their mile hookah. So, <laughs> but, uh, man, it, look. Hopefully we're just panicking. Hopefully, you know, these guys are going to wake up and the the hangover is over. <laughs> Hopefully we can uh, get our feedback under us, man, and, and start putting some pucks on the net. I mean, just give yourself an opportunity. I mean, I, I just can't – I just couldn't believe it when I was looking over the stat line. I was like, are you, you – 16 <laughs> shots on goal. I mean, they, they peppered Vasilevsky in the first game. You know, they hit this dude with 38 shots, you know, but and then we squeeze in 23 and 16 over the last two games. I mean, it's 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 not great. It's not it's yeah. So, speaking of hopefully the Tampa Bay Lightning aren't running out of time. Uh we're running out of time on this segment. <laughs> and I think uh Yusuf is actually about to head down to uh to Emmeline Arena and uh Man, make sure you uh, represent for us out there. Let's let's go wild. I mean, it's a very somber feeling going into this game. You know, everybody's, I don't know, it feels a lot like the Rangers. Everybody's nervous. But uh, we're going to have to shoot out to our sponsors real quick. Uh, Again, we got a gun show coming up again this weekend here in Haines City. So if you're in the market like I am to to buy a gun, make sure you check my friend out, Max, over here at Great American Florida Gun Show. And uh, take a look at his selection. I was just on his website, and this dude has a handheld... 12 gauge double barrel shotgun holster 
<laughs> I mean, I, I didn't even know they made these things. So I'm going to definitely have to uh, take a look and see what they got going on. You know, my birthday's coming up, and uh, I, I think we might have to check out his inventory. But uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Looking for a fun weekend of buy, sell, trade, guns, knives, ammunition, and much more? Or maybe you're looking for a concealed carry class? Then go to GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com, where you'll find the Great American Florida Gun Show. Dates and location for 2022 are up now. Shows coming to Lakeland, Port St. Lucie, LaBelle, Haines City, and many more. Don't forget, it's GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com. Or call 772-577-9647 for more information on dates and locations. All right, guys. Thank you for hanging in there with us. This is Blake again. Uh, unfortunately, Yusuf, man, he's uh, he's headed his way to, again, Emily Arena. Hopefully these guys have something good to talk about, good to see. I'm, I'm hoping for a good game. But uh, we still got Chris, and we still got Blake. And that's two parts of the weekend recap crew. So uh, let's talk a little bit about NBA Finals. Uh, we had a... Uh, a finale. This thing finally wrapped up. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I can fit final into a sentence, but we made it happen, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> with it, it's uh, game five. It's And game six, it, it, it kind of just went the way you expected. <laughs> you know, as much as I like to give Boston props and these guys uh, – aren't a slouch of a team but it's golden state i mean it's kind of like uh lebron james in the eastern conference finals <laughs> you just expect yeah. it to, to win but uh not necessarily in the finals but uh golden state they they've kept this crew together for a long time and they've had some pretty good showings but you know with jordan Poole and uh andrew wiggins these guys have uh really stepped up to the plate and kind of made a household name for themselves. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, the 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 trade for Wiggins at at towards the end of the year was probably the best thing that Golden State could have done. And I mean, he he really took them on their back on game 5. He was he was hot. He was you know, he there for a little bit it looked like he couldn't miss, but I think we need to to take some appreciation for Golden State winning as well, because as much as we got on Draymond Green, <laughs> I know he had to have been listening. He so been we listening. have to take some kind of credit. He was mad that you're that, welcome. That us three were, yeah, and <laughs> 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 he ended up showing up in, in Game Five and Game Six, and I mean they they did not have an answer for him at all whatsoever, and. I mean, I was I was surprised in Game Six. You know, Boston came out and they they started playing real well. It looked like they were going to take it to Golden State, and then all of a sudden, Golden State fought back. And then after that, it was like Boston had just given up. They didn't want to be there no more. They didn't want to, you know, the fight was gone from them. And oh, it was wow. very surprising. And, and I think that's a lot to do with. Uh the age of these teams you know i mean it's working in reverse for for hockey but uh 
the younger team showed that they couldn't rise to the occasion. You know, the Golden State Warriors, Clay Thompson, he, he went on, he was having a press conference, and this dude just kind of went off. He was like, man, we've been here before. We're no slouch. <laughs> you know, this dude's got four yeah. rings now, you know. So, yeah, you know, you, you got to take the king off the, the mountain there, and that that's that's the Golden State Warriors at this point. And we're going to get to a point where we start asking the question, is Steph Curry going to go down as one of the greatest of all time? I mean, for sure at three point. I mean, but how many rings is this guy going to need to get to be compared to Jordan's legacy? Yeah, that's true. I definitely think, you know, I I, I single-handedly think Curry has changed the NBA. Now, if you look at it beforehand, the the three ball wasn't as as prominent as what it is now and then Steph Curry comes out there and decides to just shoot it wherever he wants to and and it can be from midcourt or at the you know on the other side of the three-point I mean on the other side of the the midcourt line and it still goes in I mean and he's just single-handedly changed the game and his accuracy is just outrageous and for how small he started you know, nobody thought this guy was any kind of shooter. You know, nobody thought he was going to be anything in the NBA. But he is just an assassin out there. This dude is just straight up sniping people. You know, I started playing this game, Assassin's Creed uh, Origins, and it's, it's you know, it, nobody's running around out there yelling Kobe anymore. It's, you know, that everybody's doing, you know, the Steph Curry. It, this guy is, uh, he's he's special, man. It's, uh, you know, we, we talked forever about LeBron James and you know is he going to be the greatest of all time is he the greatest of all time but you know at the end of the day nobody's comparing anybody to LeBron James still you know everybody's still comparing everybody to Jordan you know so un- until somebody's able to dethrone Jordan you know like hey is this good as good is this guy as good as say LeBron James you know but those conversations aren't happening and I think LeBron is on the back of what he's going to do in the NBA. You know, he's just, I don't want to say he's like a Iguodala at this point for the uh, for the Warriors, but this dude is pretty much a, a parasite looking for an NBA title. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think, I, I mean, he has one goal, and he's 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 he has said it publicly. He wants to play with his son. Um, I guess his Bronny, he wants to play with Bronny, and I think that's why you know he's still hate he's still hanging on he's still doing what he's he's doing. I mean his his basket. I, I, look, you know me. I'm 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 old school just the way you are. When when defensive when defenses has to create a defense just for you, like what yeah. the Pistons and everybody else did for Jordan. I mean that's that's kind of special, but I. I I think once his son once his son gets in the NBA, he plays a year. I, I think I think LeBron go ahead and you know bow out and where that is, I don't know. I mean, you know, he'll have to go and tear down that team that he goes to to you know <laughs> like he has done everywhere else in Cleveland and Miami and shoot. The only thing standing in Miami was was Dwayne Wade and and well, I guess Bosch was there, but I mean. God, he, he went shortly thereafter, but 
Look, yeah, you I look mean, like that three-fingered dinosaur off of uh, that new Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> that dude was moving around so slow. I mean, that dude was like Sid the Sloth that last championship they got. I was like, what is oh, Chris Bosh yeah. even doing in here? They, I'm taller than everybody. Throw it to me. <laughs> you know, he, he, he was the first triple single. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. he he, he looked like Peyton Manning did when he won the title with the Broncos. He was just oh out God. there. Here you go. I'll just I'll, I'll hand you this ball, and I'll do this. <laughs> Don't expect much out of me. Look, there, there's a, a, a saying from the movie Old School that I wanted to put right there, but uh, <laughs> we, we can't go that route. But, we'll, hey, you're my boy, Blue. <laughs> okay, we'll stick with that one. <laughs> but, uh, no, man, it's uh, – it's interesting to see how all this stuff's unfolding. You know, the the off season for the NBA is here, man. The rumors have already begun. You know, and and, and I always love the timing of things too. You know, the kind of like uh, the Predators did with the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. So, you know, we got all this inaction going on in Tampa, but uh, the Preds dropped the bombshells. Like, hey, we're selling ourselves. <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they they snuck that in almost at midnight on the weekend you know i just happened to be you know coming off of my uh, assassin creed's origin bender and uh happened to flip open to facebook i was like oh let's go ahead and post this before everybody wakes up but uh it's uh man lebron james uh, I... coming out saying until the la lakers show that they're gonna have something for him he's not coming back to la you know this guy's taking a stance of hey who wants to add me to their championship roster? You know, we got people down here in Miami getting excited. Hey, maybe maybe LeBron's coming back, but I don't know, man. He's kind of I don't want to call him like a Terrell Owens, but he's he's a little dramatic, <laughs> you know. Oh yes, yes, most definitely. No, I mean I I will give him credit. He he is talented. He you know he him him being able to play for as long as what he has is, you know, is something not to shake your head about. Although, you know, if you look at how many games he plays during the season, it's probably maybe half, but because this maintenance stuff and everything else, I mean, that's, you know, uh, well, yeah, the part you know, I never I'm thought I would get down see, on another. I never delay. thought I'd see the NBA get to kind of like a pitch count, <laughs> like the MLB oh, does, goodness. you know, to, to see these guys taking a maintenance day. And it, it's, it's probably why I love the NHL. Way over the NBA. The NBA's got its exciting moments. If you, I mean, offense is great. I mean, I, I want to see a high-scoring game. Don't get me wrong. But uh, to to see the level of competition. I mean, I was watching ESPN before I came in, and I've got Stephen A. Smith and P.K. Subban going back and forth, and P.K.'s giving them the business about how the NHL is far superior than what the NBA product is. And he gets to talk about, you know, it's just like football, but on ice. <laughs> yeah. Goes, but we don't have a sideline. We don't get to skate out on our hits, you know, and then you don't see us flopping, <laughs> you know. No. And he just straight up tore into Stephen A. Smith. I was like, oh, that's why I liked PK in Nashville, man. <laughs> but uh, it was – I tell you what, he's got a promising career in it. I know he's been spending a whole lot of time in the off season, not on the ice. Unfortunately, he's uh, he he's made the decisions he's made to get where he's at. But uh, man, he he seems to be having fun there in the booth there with uh, Stephen A. Smith. I, I could see that uh, being a pretty good relationship moving forward. Oh yeah, no, he's he was he's always been very knowledgeable, very you know 
nice, you know, willing to willing to talk, and and he knows what he's talking about, and that's that's one thing we, you know, you hear him in Nashville talking, and you know, coming on radio shows and in the newspaper, he's 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 very educated. He knows what he's talking about. He is he is full of himself, but I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what I love that's, about uh, this guy, man. He, he's, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, but it, he's not some people that may rub the wrong way, but I mean, he's also has his brand. He has his, you know, uh, his company that that he wants to represent and stuff. But I mean, he's 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 very knowledgeable. I mean, I, I don't like the fact that he's on and, you know, they're they're asking him to be one of the commentators and things like that. He's 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 I, I've always liked him, even when they we had to trade him. Yeah. to to get rid of him. See, that, that's what I try to tell my students. You know, I, I'm a teacher by day and then Batman by night, you know, radio guy. But uh, <laughs> with, with it, it's uh, I, I tell these guys, I was like, look, just because you talk all the time in class, it doesn't make you a bad student. It just makes you bad for the class. I said, you're going to be a great kid. I said, get into sales, get into broadcasting, man. If you guys can't shut up, it's going to be great for you. <laughs> but uh, Oh, for, yeah. For, for right now, just sit down. <laughs> <laughs> sit down and listen. I'm trying to teach I, you something. I'm about to text your old mama. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> but anyways, man, I'd love to see people get on the mic and have fun. You know, it's. Kevin Hart kind of took the world by surprise. I won't say surprise, but just the things that come out of his mouth is a surprise. Everybody's shocked by this guy. But it's, it makes it so fun. You know, I love people getting out there and just entertaining. And, and that's, that's a lot of why I do this, man. It's, I was one of, get, one of those kids also in school. I couldn't sit down, couldn't shut up, and I was always just trying to entertain folks. And, hey, it, it, it seems to be working out pretty good for us. And, and then back to the whole saying of you'll never walk around with a calculator in your pocket. We walk around with computers in our pocket now, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> winning. Uh, who, oh, who needs to break down a sentence or any of that other stuff? I mean, Siri will do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of winning, man, it, there hasn't been a whole lot of winning going on here in the. Uh, the Florida market, when it comes to baseball, it's the uh, Tampa Bay Rays and the Miami Marlins. Man, they've uh, they had a kind of a slump last week, but the uh, the Atlanta Braves look pretty good, though. Yeah, I, I starting this off, I have to apologize to my buddy. Um, <laughs> I told him I I I, I was talking some I, w- I was talking bad about his Cubs, and his Cubs ended up winning two out of three from me. So, you know, <laughs> although. Yesterday, I did get him to see turn Wrigley into a launch pad, so I at least have that to go off of. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I knew the streak had to end sometime, but, I mean, it, it, they're still, they're still playing good. You know, I, I was, I was greatly surprised that their bats turned on yesterday and, and, you know, they were able to get, they were able to get the hits. Olsen went three for three and, and Darno got a home run and I was, I was glad to see them you know, not hang their heads because they had gone beat the past two days. But I, I was glad to see your Marlins decided that they wanted to, to <laughs> show up and beat the, beat the Mets yesterday because, uh, you know, that helps the Braves in the standings. Yeah, that makes things look a little bit uh, 
little bit more better, like my English teachers yeah. love me to say. And uh, yeah, you know, that's uh, I love it. <laughs> you know, look, I, I haven't really had a rooting interest in baseball simply because nothing was local there in Nashville. You was watching everybody else's baseball teams, and it was just after catching a fastball to the nose when I was young, I just didn't have a whole lot of excitement for baseball. It just was not for me, you know. And but I've been passively keeping up with the Miami Marlins and these guys they are just out there having a blast man I'm trying to get these stats pulled back up on ESPN but uh oh hello did you hear that one that that, that was a wall guys <laughs> but uh with it man it's uh they we had a few games that had started while we were on air last week and we had the Miami Marlins. These guys were at home. No, sorry, not at home. These guys were on the road against the Phillies, you know, and they are coming off a pretty hot run. And I don't know where the Phillies really sit into this equation as far as a great team at this point, but we're, we're trying to gauge where the Miami Marlins are. And I felt good coming off of last week. And then we get into this week. <laughs> and then they they didn't do so well against the Phillies, you know. On Monday, they, they dropped it, you know, Phillies 3-2 to two on Tuesday. You know, it, it looked, that would be, this would be a game that would excite me, you know. that This is not one of these low-scoring affairs. But Miami, they take it 11-9. to nine. I mean, you, you want to talk about a launch pad. I could get into a game like this. You're going to pique my interest. You know, make me a fan. But then Wednesday, we go in, have another low-score affair. You know, Miami, we put up one one run, and the Phillies, you know, they take it home with three. So, I mean, the series, they, they lost that one, one to two on that. And uh, then, like you mentioned, you know, they take home the Mets. And these guys are serious this year. I mean, this uh, they're right there with the New York Yankees. So these two teams up there in New York, uh, those following them, they're, they're having a pretty good time right about now. So it's, it's, uh, I wish we were a little bit higher in the standings, but it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not quite working out that way. And the team that I thought was really going to be helping us out was going to be the Tampa Bay race. And, Simply because yeah. these guys were in the chase for the last two seasons. You know, they went to the World Series, and then they were right there at it. And then, the, then this year, man, they're barely a five hundred. They're barely over a five hundred team at this point. I mean, their win loss record is thirty six and thirty. I mean, that's that's not great. <laughs> you know, no, no, especially it's not with right. uh, the way the the NHL series is going here at the Stanley Cup Finals. You know, it's a this boat parade's starting to feel a little bit further and further away. <laughs> There's football season all the way around. You got Brady back. Oh, we got Brady back. Yeah, you know what, man? Uh, I was trying to find any new information on what's going on in the NFL. So, you know, I flip over to NFL Network. And where they normally have good morning football playing, they just have an old rerun of a NFL game from last season. <laughs> Even the NFL doesn't have news about the NFL today. No, uh-uh. no. <laughs> it's, the off season for the NFL is just so abysmal, and I think that's what makes the season so exciting. And it's it's uh, you can see it on Facebook, you know, all the social media pages, you know, football season. It's a it's active, man. These the fans they just come out by the, the hundreds of thousands and just go nuts. 
But baseball and hockey, man, you're hitting very select markets. But I mean, hockey, I think, needs more respect. I, I really, really do. Simply because the, the, the amount of violence allowed in that game is <laughs> just absolutely Most entertaining. Definitely. But uh, baseball, man, it's it's uh, w- without having that fat guy running around the bases last weekend and just completely face planting right there in home plate. You know, it, it, it's that <laughs> was the most exciting thing that you know, happened. You know, this isn't you know, know old Mark gonna... McGuire days. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not going to lie. I turned around and and after you had you had said that, I had not seen that guy face plant. However, I turned around and I, I went to go try to find the video of it, and I laughed so hard <laughs> because it reminded me. It reminded me of a buddy of mine, and he is a bigger fella. And he's he's short, but he can run real fast as long as his feet don't get crossed up. <laughs> and I have seen him scorpion. I don't know how many times playing playing slow pitch softball with him. Oh wait, do I know this guy? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not you, I promise. <laughs> not me. No, <laughs> look, I have to promise you ain't gonna catch my fat butt running around no bases. You might catch me running around a buffet, but oh no. <laughs> we, Look, the athleticism has left the building about a hundred pounds ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not not a hundred pounds. It's just a, a you know a couple of years ago is when I yeah I had to I had to stop this past year. But but yeah, I know I laughed I laughed so hard after I watched that video. I was I was like I'm yep. telling you, man, it's like uh-huh. a suction cup. You just hit it and you're there. <laughs> there, there is no sliding. For some reason, that bad boy's got a fingerprint, and it is gripping. <laughs> I blame it on the belly button, you know, just. <laughs> oh, no, it's gone off the rails. Oh, oh I, I, I wanted to ask you a question. I wanted to ask you a question. So what have you heard about the Tampa Bay Rays being sold down there or there being was relocated? A, there was a lot of rumor, and a lot of it's to do with funding of the place. And they... I don't know if they were trying to do a uh, – they're trying to position themselves to say, hey, if we can't get city funding to put us a new arena down here, we'll just find a new location that will. And it mm-hmm. wasn't very well received. <laughs> like, Ooh. oh, okay, bye. <laughs> you know, and they lost a lot of fans. You know, that's if you watch the games, the Tampa Bay Rays, man, there's not a lot of people committing to uh to the seasons at this point simply because they they feel like this isn't going to to work out they're still trying to work out a uh a deal for a stadium i thought nashville was a perfect suitor for them because they had mentioned you know doing some time in uh splitting some time in what uh god ontario montreal Montreal, yeah. yeah or uh possibly relocating to nashville you know i thought it was a yeah, huge was... possibility and then they brought in this uh the soccer team there and then i was like well Maybe it's not quite in the the budget anymore. And then I saw that they go out and start looking for money to put a dome in Nashville. And at that mm-hmm. point, I knew the the book was closed. <laughs> I was like, there's, there's no chance the Rays are going to get an opportunity to move up there. So as far well, as putting think... a stadium in, it's uh, it's it's not going to be taxpayer funded. I could promise you that. Yeah. Yeah, I know that, you know, there have been rumblings about it. And, you know, for the people who aren't aren't familiar with Nashville or anything else, they're thinking about putting it 
30 miles south, you know, out in Murfreesboro. Okay. Um, that's, that's where now nothing has been definite. You know, you always have the the diehard baseball fans who, who, you know, want a team here and don't like driving to Atlanta or, you know, Cincinnati or St. Louis. And, you know, they've always wanted a team here, but mm-hmm. there is a group of people here that have been trying to get, you know, the race specifically because they've been going back and forth. But, um, I, I honestly, I think it's a long shot. I mean, they need a couple of billionaires to, to <laughs> jump on board and help them out with it. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's just the honest truth. But I, I was more intrigued about them moving to Montreal. I know my, once the Expos left Montreal, you know, they, they wanted a team back, but I mean, I don't, that would be crazy moving them way up into Canada. It's just that would just be nuts. <laughs> I know, especially coming from the, this little subtropical lifestyle we got down here to move yeah. all the way up there. I mean, it, that takes me back to Iraq, man. It, the, the way we flew out of Kuwait, it was sitting right under 130 degrees. And about four days later, I'm leaving Scottsboro, Kentucky, where I followed one of my uh, soldiers up to buy a Mustang that he was selling. On the way back, the alternator goes out, but I get stuck in that ice storm in 2009 that wiped out a lot of power for a long time. (laughs) And I was on the side of the road with that one. So from 130 to what is this falling out of the sky? (laughs) uh, I I could imagine there would be a huge culture shock. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's it's, got to be. I mean, (laughs) I just... it's kind of crazy to, to, to think that because, I mean, the Rays weren't that bad a couple of years. I mean, just a handful of years ago. They look good team. You know? I mean, granted, they've had a little rough go here, but uh, but it's a long season. <laughs> you know, until, oh, yeah. until the All-Star break, you know, I'm not too concerned about uh, wins and losses. I mean, granted, I'd like to see us better up in the standings. I mean, the Marlins, they're sitting second to last in the NL East. Uh, let's see where the Tampa Bay Rays are sitting here. Uh, you know, we're sharing a conference with the Yankees and the Blue Jays, so we're sitting comfortably there at third. Uh, let's see, we'll get over here to Atlanta. Atlanta's had a pretty good season, but Lord, they're coming off a uh, championship, but they're sitting second to the Mets. But at the end of the day, it's not too bad in Atlanta. <laughs> but like no. we were saying, man, it's it's. Nashville is begging for a team. You know, that's, that's all I ever heard about growing up was either the Atlanta Braves, the St. Louis Cardinals, the Cincinnati Reds, because they were all within a day commute, you know, catch mm-hmm. a hotel and run back the next day. I mean, if you wanted to, ooh, I don't know about that. Uh, maybe it's just because I'm getting older. I couldn't drive up there, watch a game, drive back. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I don't. Way. <laughs> No, that would be way past my bedtime. And... <laughs> Wake me up when I get there, right? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. That's the scary Take part. Take the wife. Here, honey, you drive. Yeah. You, you, all of a sudden, you just you blink, and next thing you know, you're like 400 miles down the road. You're like, where, where did everything just go? I mean, <laughs> we, we was just at Megan. What do you mean, Atlanta? <laughs> But uh, gotta love a Red Bull, man. <laughs> oh, most definitely. <laughs> most mornings, that's what wakes me up. <laughs> God, look, dude, we had these little obnoxious things called rippets over in Iraq. They were these tiny little four-ounce cans, right? 
But me and my buddy Roberts would go out and buy a six-pack off of what we called the gut truck. And we would slam these things, and you could just feel the whites in your eyes growing, man. You're just like, it's good to do something. And we always made horrible decisions when <laughs> we were bound in rivets. But uh, it was always a good time. I, I can assure you that. Mm, man. Mm. <laughs> now, speaking of good time, uh, we, we got this little segment that I call the uh, the two-minute warning. So we're wrapping up the end of the show here, guys. We got some games coming up this week. So I want to make sure everybody's up to date with everything that's going on. Now, today, we do have a couple games going on. We have uh, the Mets series is wrapping up with the uh, the Marlins. So, uh, I'm sorry, that should have already wrapped up. Let me take another look over here at Miami. Let me give you that score. Miami. But uh, we also have the Atlanta Braves. They're taking on the San Francisco Giants. That game started at 7-10. Um, the Miami Marlins we have today was at 110, and it looks like my page is not updating. Looks like we took a big old loss there. <laughs> Six to nothing. So, uh, we didn't quite help out to Atlanta's cause there, but you can also catch these guys tomorrow. They're going to start the Rocky series. That's going to be tomorrow night at 640. All these times are going to be Eastern time. Uh, they're also going to have a game on Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday is again at 640. Thursday is going to be at 1210. The Braves, uh, again, they have their game on right now. Uh, that started at 720. They'll also be back in action against the Giants uh, tomorrow at 720, Wednesday at 720, and wrapping things up with them at uh, 1220 on Thursday. Now, as far as the Tampa Bay Rays go, they are starting a series uh that, sorry, that series has already started. We're looking at 7-10 was the opening pitch there. Tomorrow they'll be back in action against the Yankees again at 7-10 and then again on Wednesday. So uh, make sure you guys check them out. Uh, check out your local lineup and your uh, your listings to catch where they're going to be playing. And let, let's hope to God the Tampa Bay Lightning pull this thing off tonight and the next couple nights so that we, we have something to talk about come uh, Monday morning or Monday afternoon, evening, whichever it is we're on. <laughs> but uh guys uh you gotta wrap it up here i always want to appreciate uh my sponsor for putting on the show thank you guys for listening in this is uh the weekend recap we go over things going on within the nfl nhl mlb and uh we try to put a little interesting touch on it so make sure you guys catch us every monday at seven uh, if you can't catch us there again you can uh Listen to us live at www.1021theoutlaw.com and uh, make sure you find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But uh, until next Monday, guys, make sure you guys stay classy. 